All right, welcome back to episode 18 of Saturdays on the Prairie. This week we'll talk about a little bit of the Texas Bowl and why it was terrible. Not fun at all to watch. And then we'll shift our focus to the college football playoff semifinals where we saw something that was close to assault in the Peach Bowl and a beautiful game of football in the Fiesta Bowl. It came down to the wire and we break down all of it. Um, then we'll talk about the national championship, uh, why I'm excited, why Stewart's a little less excited, and why he really, really hates Clemson. Um, then we'll talk about the Big 12's rough bowl season, who's going pro, who's not, and uh, Mike Leach's move to Mississippi State, what we make of that, and a little bit of the OU recruiting trail. And then we'll bring back, uh, if is going to bring back Todd Munkin. These are the questions we want to address, and as always, we're going to finish it with uh, our weekly picks. Let's get into it. Let's do it. Okay, so before we get into the uh, fun college football playoff semifinal games, we're going to have to address the um, that wonderful game that happened the night before. The Texas Bowl. It was a dud. <laughs> Not a good game at all. It was pretty boring. I watched a little bit of the first quarter, and I was like, all right, this is going to be a blowout. It's 14-0. Texas A&M can't do anything. They're playing all right defense, but they're not, not doing nothing incredible. Uh, and then they uh, took the rest of the game off. OSU did. Yeah. <laughs> that was, and then A&M just was like, all right, well, you know, if you're not going to score, maybe we'll take our chance here. Yeah, it's like, dude, you needed to score, like, basically two more times after the first quarter, and they couldn't do it. And that's just terrible. It's just so bad. They literally took the last three quarters off. They would have won, though, if Matt Amendola could kick a field goal. Yeah, two missed field goals. I mean, they were long, like 48 and like 45 or something. But That's uncharacteristic still. uncharacteristic this season, though. Yeah, he, he's had a really good year. The last like three games, he kicked like crap. I don't understand what happened. First and 10, he was really good. It didn't yeah. make any sense to me. But, you know, on the bright side, Chuba got to 2,000 yards, so, you know. The, he goes one, pro. the one highlight of the game, he will go pro. I, I, mean, I don't I see don't him coming back. He might. He might. You never know. Tylen's coming back, and um, they'll they'll. He retweeted uh, Tylen's thing. He's like, I want to come back and win a Big Twelve championship in twenty twenty or whatever. And so you know, maybe. Uh, like, I don't know. I don't. As a running back, I think it's completely different. Yeah, you got to. It's different than playing receiver. The wear and tear that goes with playing the running back position is just absurd. And I, I get it. Like, go get your money, kid. Thank you for all you've done for the school. Like, yeah. I, I mean, that's what I would do. And if to- I was him, but you never know. It, it's been a really long time for him to wait. I feel like he's made his decision. I just don't know why he hasn't told us yet. He had to have made a decision. There's Everyone no- else made their decision. I feel like, yeah. I think it's weird. Dylan I don't know. Moses staying was a big surprise to me. I thought he would go for sure. I thought, really? you know. I think if he comes back, he has a chance to make a lot more money. I yes, don't think he his, does. I don't think his draft stock will fall any unless he, like, tears his ACL again. But um, as long as he stays healthy, he, he'll, he'll probably go back into the top 10 because he's just so talented. He's really good. He's a freak. Um. Two was no surprise. Yeah, that, we'll, that was about time. We're gonna talk about that at the end. It was yeah, it was just we were just waiting for him to announce it. Um, but can I just say that I hate Texas A and M. They are 
so privileged. They win seven or eight games every year. They won ten games like once in like the last few like five years or something. I don't understand why recruits want to go there. Like okay, yeah, they got nice so, facilities, but that's about it. That's it. There's nice facilities a lot of places. Like what what is special about AM? The the privilege makes me so mad. It's like what did you do to deserve this? Like I just don't understand. How much are you paying your players? How how do they get all the good recruits? How how do they just get all this recognition? Every year they're in the preseason top fifteen or top twenty. It's like, dude, they're never good. The last time Texas A&M was good was the overtime uh, with LSU. That was the last time they were good. And before that, that was I last season, you. dude. They were well, yeah, that was last season. But that was good. I I enjoyed that. That was the last time I've actually watched A&M and gone, wow, this is exciting to watch. But it's not just that. Like they're just not that good. Like they they're uh, an average team. They're yes, they're an average team. They 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 just. They beat some crappy teams, and they, they get their butts handed to them by the rest of the SEC West. And it's like, cool, you beat Arkansas. Like, Congratulations. Like, there are, there are a handful of high school teams that could beat Arkansas. Probably more than a handful. And it's I, I just, their privilege disgusts me. It's like, you get so much privilege simply because you switched conferences. Like, stop. Yeah, they would not be, what would they be in the Big 12? The fourth team in the Big 12? Um... OU was better than them. Baylor. Baylor was better than them. Maybe third. Third. Third in the Big 12 is no... Uh, that's not good, though. That's really bad. Yeah, and honestly, like, they probably would have lost some games. Like, to, like they they barely beat OSU. And they, they I feel like they would have lost to Texas. Like, big rivalry game and stuff. But regardless, I just... Their privilege disgusts me. But let's talk about the fun stuff. Or... Your nightmare. So we'll start it off with the Peach Bowl. Um, well, I, I want to first bring up that before we really get into anything about the game, I had a question for you before we, uh, the, a couple nights before the game was supposed to happen, and I asked you over under four and a half touchdowns for Joe Burrow, and you said under. And I, I made it clear passing touchdowns. I thought, you know, he'd have like five touchdowns, four passing, uh, one rushing. And I thought, you know, five touchdowns plus plus they run the ball, uh, and, and they, they can they can do that. They're not they're obviously they beat us with the run game even though Edwards Alaire did not play. Um so I thought, you know, there's no way no. he's gonna score eight touchdowns. That's not that's not humanly possible. <laughs> but of course, OU's defense and LSU's offense makes it happen. And he he had he beat the over under that I set at with like eight or ten minutes left in the second quarter. Oh, it was so quick. I was it just was like, instant. all right, I didn't even want to. Even... It was instant. And I genuinely believe he could have thrown ten touchdowns if he wanted to. If they didn't slow down, if they kept their no, yeah, uh, foot if he wanted to, he could have thrown ten touchdowns. No, they, the the backups came in. Yeah, that's humiliating. In the college football playoff, Miles Brennan came in. That is humiliating. Yeah, like as as an OU fan, it's just like I well, I knew I knew we weren't a contender this year. We weren't a contender with Jalen Hurts. Like great, he's a great contender. He was a great college quarterback. He he did great for us in the Big Twelve. But yeah. other than that. When you can't throw the ball, you can't move down the field. Yeah, uh, you're not gonna beat these teams, and we don't have the defense to play with uh, the big boys. 
Yes, very true. Um, so you, you talked about how humiliating it was. So I, I want to ask you, is it worse to lose like this or lose like you did to Georgia where you just watch your leads, your giant lead slowly slip away until the game just slips out of your grasp in overtime? Like what's worse? So in the moment, definitely the Georgia loss hurt more. Right. Just because I, I was, I had, I had gone through all the stages of, of mourning or whatever it is of loss uh, yes. by the by, by halftime like despair it, it was it was over I was already moving on I, I, it was like all right you know OU was not coming back in this game this is a final score when it was what it was 42-14 and then uh, they scored another touchdown no 49 because he threw seven in the first half yeah no this is before that last touchdown before uh so I had already accepted it, and they threw out touchdowns. Like, all right, well, you know, maybe we can, you know, do something, mm-hmm. and we'll just like get back our dignity. And we didn't do that. No, they didn't. But you got to give them bonus points for consistency. They scored seven points every quarter. I mean, come on, consistently bad. <laughs> just oh my god, it's hard to watch. Um, we'll get more into the refs in the second game. But the refs in the college football playoff this year were atrocious. And not that it mattered in the OU game. The Peach Bowl was... That game was over when the teams took the field. Um, But the refs were terrible in both games. And, like, specifically in the Peach Bowl, that P.I., when it was only... It was 14-7. Like, there... It was... That continues OU's drive, gets them to, like, what? Close to midfield. Yeah, I think we would have been on the 40. I I think... yeah, I think somewhere 40, 45. But the point is, like, if that goes their way, that I don't think they get humiliated the way they did. I, I think they score a, a few more times. It, it's it's 49-24 at half, you know? That was, the, that was the deciding point of the game. You know? I mean, like, you were always going to lose, but the humiliation just was, like, it was built there, I think. And it was obvious. Like he dragged Huey's down. Stingley attacked him. I think it was Stingley. Hit him in the legs. And I, I don't think it was Fulton. They're not getting a call. It was awful. He I was tackled so him. frustrated. He literally tackled him. It was a really bad call. Um, I just, I, I don't know. Like, do you think that was the point at which the game was over? Or do you think there was a different point where the the game was just? Over no, done I, game set match. I I was you know it's, it's pretty pessimistic I think at the time but I it, we were down what twenty one seven, we go score it's a seven point game we, that's it that's I can I can I can hang with that, um and it wasn't necessarily the 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 missed pi call but I was like that's that's that kills the team, uh but it was the follow up uh, score that was the. I'm like, okay, this is going to be really, really remarkable if we come back. It was quick, too. Like, they were just up and down the field. It, it was effortless, almost. I think, oh, you got one stop. It was Justin Jefferson and Thaddeus Moss. And I knew both those guys are outstanding receivers. But I was like, okay, Jamar Chase is really going to go off, you know, being the Blitnikoff, right, you think. Uh, mm-hmm. But no, they just go to the other guys. They have other guys, and they <laughs> torched loaded. us. We even, cannot stop Even anything. Terrace Crawford, like... They're, they're so good. It's crazy. Um, I, I, I don't know how you stop them. I don't think it's possible to keep those guys under. I mean, I guess Auburn did it, but like, how do you keep those guys under forty points? Like, I don't know. Clemson's got they got a job on their hands, and it's gonna end up being a shootout. Is my prediction really? 
I think Clemson is actually able to match up with LSU's um, offense, like somewhat defensively. Like they will get a couple stops. They won't stop them, but like it, they're gonna get some stops. It, of course, they're gonna get some stops. I think it's like a forty. They both score at least forty points, though. I could see that. I, I think it's gonna be a great game. We'll we'll talk about that in a I second. I really hope it is not as disappointing as last year's championship. But last year's championship was game. disappointing, but at the same time, it was like it, you couldn't take your eyes off it because it was like Alabama is just falling apart at the seams. Like you you wanted to watch because you hadn't seen it since what 2010 when Greg McElroy senior year when they were what 10 and three. Like, but it was it was the we had two years prior to that were great. It was Georgia, uh, and Alabama, and it was uh, Alabama and Deshaun Watson. Yes, that Deshaun the Deshaun Watson game was my favorite. Uh, that drive was the best was drive I've ever watched game. in my entire life. Such a good game, incredible game. And it's just disappointing to go. Okay, this is supposed to be the best Nick Saban team he's ever put together, and it's uh, this hot shot kid uh, who's killing it. And then he kills Alabama, and it's not even fun to watch. It's I think blah. that tells you, though, how good Trevor Lawrence is. <laughs> As a freshman. That Alabama team was insane. They were so good. People thought they were the greatest college football team ever. I mean, like, wow. But, anyways, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, do you think... I know everyone said, like, it was going to be a beatdown. But, like... That LSU walked, it was like they just walked into to, uh, OU's house and they just said, like, give me everything you own. Like, I want your social security number and your credit card numbers and, like, you can't do anything about it. And OU just coughed it up. It was, like, just complete and utter humiliation. And I don't even know if people saw, they knew it was a mismatch, but do you think anyone saw to the degree it was? No. And... I, I figured, okay, we'll lose, you know, 20 points, 20-something points, right? Not 30 points. That just is a... a 35 with mercy. It was <laughs> horrific. When you go into the locker room 49 to 14, that's your final score. That should not... That should, I, I'd have been okay if that was the final score, right? Cause <laughs> that's better, honestly. It's better. It's better than letting someone score 63 points. Where they took the last... What, uh, 25 minutes of the game off? Yes, and then, like, the last <laughs> quarter is basically, it, it's, it's it's for next their, year. Their second teamers. Yeah. Now, that is a bright, that was one bright thing, uh, one bright spot out of the game was we didn't see Tanner Mordecai. We saw Spencer Rattler, and I love that because I think that uh, Spencer Rattler is going to be the guy. He should be the guy. Yeah. I don't want to lose him. Like, I, I don't want to lose, like, Justin Fields left. Like, you yeah, I don't want that to happen for us. Yeah, I think it would. If uh, but Lincoln made the right decision, yeah, Denner, I, I uh, agree. Denner Mordecai sat on the bench uh, I and agree. was stunned. He did not look happy. Uh, oh no, he was. You could see on his face he was a little displeased with the decision. Rightfully so, but obviously, like he's a talented quarterback. Um, in the in the few times I've seen Spencer Rattler throw the ball and all these highlights that are coming out on Twitter with him just like making doing these trick uh, play things, they're, they're, it's just incredible how. Talent he is at spinning the ball, throwing it, um, and that's gonna be something uh, I'm excited for next year because we missed it yes. this year. Indeed. Um, so I think 
that wraps up the Peach Bowl. I mean, there wasn't much to say that hasn't already been said. Um, but the nightcap in the Fiesta Bowl was much more interesting. One of the one of the better college football games in recent memory. It was uh, it was a heavyweight battle at the finest. It was it was just great college football in every aspect of it. Um, I, I it was fantastic. Um, so, do you think? That I want to start with the big the big thing of the game. Was it a fumble or was it an incompletion? I would it'd be more exciting if it's a fumble because it's a scoop and score, right? Right. So I want it to be a fumble. Um I don't know. That is a tough call. You call on the field a fumble. Mm-hmm. And it looks You're like right. he takes it looks like he takes like three one or, or two steps. steps. Three or but four. But does he have possession? That's okay. So I was listening to some other people talk about this, right? And so the argument for people that side in my camp, which is that it wasn't in completion, is that you have to watch it in real time. And people, and then the other people will argue, well, why do we have replay then if we can't use slow motion? But I think that's the that's different. Like if we're trying to see if you cross the plane to score a touchdown or a first down or whatever, of course we need slow motion. Like, those are different things. But I think that you should be watching for an incompletion or an interception or a fumble. You should be watching that in real time, right? Because if you see that in slow motion, every small thing in slow motion looks big, right? So yes, he takes all those steps. But when I watch that in my eyes, you you speed that up real time, it's an incomplete pass. He never really, he, he took some steps, but it never really seemed like he fully had control of that football. And so I, I don't understand the gripe about that call. I really don't. It, 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 it's not a horrific call. It's not a terrible call. No. Like, I get either way. If it went either way, I'd been fine with it. It's not like a blown call. Uh, but like, oh, the game would just be better if Ohio State won. You think that you re- so you wanted the Burrow rematch basically with his old team? I, I did. I wanted to. Well, okay, so I didn't get it with Alabama. No, you. I mean, but I, I think that, like, Trevor Lawrence is I think undisputably the best quarterback prospect anyone has seen since at least Andrew Luck and probably John Elway. He's a freak of nature, a specimen. And people are just amazed at what he can do with the football. And Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow's having the best season of any college quarterback, I think, in probably ever, honestly. 55 touchdowns to six interceptions, and he's going to set the completion percentage record. Like, that's insane. Um, And so I'm excited just to see what I think are the two best quarterbacks duke it out and go head-to-head. Like, that, that, that excites me. So I think you're forgetting about one quarterback that in the last couple of years has been one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever go to the NFL, Josh Rosen. Um, <laughs> what? He was incredible. Uh, and he's lights up. Josh Rosen Josh is Rosen. terrible. Great quarterback. Dude, he couldn't even... He's so bad. No, he couldn't even start with the Dolphins. Yeah. Hey, Fitzmagic, baby. Ugh. That, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. That's, oh, gosh, the Patriots season's already over. Um... So, so the Cowboys and the Browns. Uh, the other big um, call that was that people had, as we talked about earlier, the problem with the refs, the targeting on Trevor Lawrence. Do you think it was targeting? 
Oh, you're asking me to go back to that call. Deshaun Wade, like he hit him. I, personally, I think that like it it was tar. It was kind of like the the Trey Flower. No, yeah, was it? No, it wasn't. Trey Flowers graduate. Some kid, I forgot who it was. We talked about it in the Bedlam game. We did talk about it, the and targeting. we talked about, hey, if they're not, like, if it's not intentional and it's not really, like, like you're not rocking a kid, it's just, like, a textbook tackle, mm-hmm. an old textbook tackle. Uh, I, I don't like throwing right, guys so out of games. I think, I yeah, I think that there needs to be a targeting rule adjustment. I think that we need to do it like the NBA does it, right? There's flagrant ones and flagrant twos, okay? So we should have targeting one and targeting two. Perfect example is that hit in the OSU game or this hit in the Clemson game where it's not malicious in intent. They're just trying to make a good, hard football tackle. That's all. And you know what? If they make contact with the head or neck area, 15 yards. Do it Do it like that. That's fine, right? Get in the penalty and be like, you can't do that. But don't eject the kid from the game. Like, the kid does not deserve to be ejected. Now, it's a- if it's like B- Buki's hit on Clyde Edward Dealer. That's targeting. You launch your entire body to the guy's head. Literally, it's like there's a runner, and he's trying to get to the outside, and you have a tackle on him, but you decide just to hit someone else. That was so frustrating to me. It was idiotic The the quarterback is running. You are supposed to tackle him, and instead, you go and and try to be CeeDee Lamb, and you're not. It was. It was so stupid, and that is that is a perfect example of targeting. You're gone, like ejection. Goodbye. Get out of here. But this this kid, Sean Wade, I don't think he was it targeting. Letter of the law, it was forcible contact to the head or neck area. Was Trevor Lawrence trying to evade the tackle, and he ended up ducking and get hit in the head or neck area? Yes. Okay. So if we want to make that the rule, fine. Fifteen yards. That's the penalty. But to eject him. To eject the kid in the Bedlam game, it's just ridiculous. But I think that they just need to take some a page out of the NBA's book, right? Flagrant one and flagrant two. Like, why can't we have that for targeting? I think that's a simple adjustment. Hmm. I would like to see it happen. I would also. There's a lot of things in football I'd like to see changed. Uh, I don't like. Well, uh, oh, it's off topic, but uh, I don't like uh, replays on pass interference. I'm just not a fan. I think it's lame too. It's That's stupid. just the point. But. It, it's stupid. They should be able to change a call if it's egregious, like the Saints thing, or like um, with uh, in the OU game. But they shouldn't have to. You shouldn't be able to challenge a, a hand fight. It's no. I feel like it's at the point where if you're just yeah. losing and you're just like you don't get a first down, you just like mm-hmm. throw your challenge if you got one left. Yeah. Because why not? Because it's probably and a pass it's like you're wasting my somewhere. time. I don't want to watch. Like, dude, stop. But. Apart from complaining about the refs, which Ohio State fans have done a lot of, I think they should uh, look to the fact that they had a 16 to nothing lead. And you couldn't score touchdowns. Exactly. You're not beating Clemson without touchdowns. That's it. You need to score touchdowns when you get in the red zone. There aren't excuses for field goals. You're supposed to be Ohio State. You have... Oh, you have a Heisman finalist in your backfield at quarterback. You have a Doak Walker finalist at running back. And you have elite level receivers and a quality offensive line. Touchdowns need to be scored. You cannot complain about losing if you're getting into the red zone and scoring field goals and turning the ball over. It's that simple. Like, there is no excuse for that. And you can't blame it on the refs. No, you should have won that game. They should have won that game. They, they came out hot. They were scoring and they got in the red zone and they were put on ice. They could not. 
do anything. I would like to say that I know it's it's Ryan Day's offense. Like Mike Yurcich has nothing to do with it, but to me, it's so poetic that Mike Yurcich left to go to a new job and he couldn't score in the red zone there either. Like, dude, you're terrible. And Texas wants to hire him. Let like, Texas hire him. Let yeah, Texas exactly. Hire him. Like, you go to Texas. Also, that's fine. We'll beat up on you. Like, Sam Ellinger announced that he's not going to the draft. It's like, what else were you going to do, dude? Great. Great. I was not worried about it. Yeah, the fifth round will miss you. Like, come on. Like, you're going to be the next Will Greer. <laughs> no, Will Greer went in the third round. He still stinks. Well, he's relevant. It, 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 like it's Chad, it's, was it yeah, Chad Johnson. That was ridiculous. We'll, we'll get a lot into the, the who's going pro and who's not at the end of the show. But um, my question uh, for you is, is Clemson now the the Alabama, what we used to view? Like, are they the premier program in college football? Um, I don't think it's the same just because they don't play anyone until you get to the playoffs. So it's not like... Like anyone's like, oh, we have to play Clemson, right? You're gonna lose. Um, you're not. You're terrible. The ACC, the ACC is the worst conference in college football. Right, but they just blow people out minus like one game a year, and then they go kick butt in the playoff. Like it, they're not a fun team to watch play football to me. So it's I not, think they're fun to watch. But I mean, I guess when they play a real football team, I guess that's out the same thing with Alabama. Is they were never fun to watch. They were they never got me excited to watch a game. They were. They I was so fun. excited for this game. I was excited for this game because I got to watch OSU play. That's, I got to watch mm, OSU play. No, I, sign me. I'm I'm there for Trevor Lawrence against a good team. That's why I wanted to watch. I like big hits in 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 fiery plays, and I thought I was gonna get a lot of sacks and a lot of. Uh, uh, Extending plays from OSU, but I didn't get that, and it was yeah. all right. I mean, you know, Tre- Trevor Lawrence, man, that like seventy-yard touchdown run he had, like, whoa, that was. I didn't know he was that fast. I mean, I was, you he know? just looked. He looks like a slow guy who just breaks down defenses, but I guess he can run too. I mean, it, yeah, like that. He he was. 18 for 33 and threw for 200 yards. Like, it was nothing spectacular but when in the box score, but when you watched it, you were just like... But 18 for 33 whoa. against oh, uh, the OSU defense is nothing to be ashamed of. Yeah, and he made the big throws when he needed it. And he rushed for 107 yards, so, like, that's, that's two ways. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, the dude is... Wow. Uh, do you think he has that Brady-esque clutch gene? Um, well, Brady needs to retire. But <laughs> Shut up. I don't know yet. He hasn't really been challenged yet. It, it, he just reminds me of just like when Trevor Lawrence got the ball and they were losing and they were on the five-yard line. I was like, well, they're going to go score. The only question is, are they going to leave Ohio State enough time? In my mind, that's what I was thinking. Like, it, it, the, the clutch gene that he needs to have is Deshaun Watson's clutch gene. Oh, but he or plays so— Aaron Rodgers' clutch He's never gene. played bad in a big game. No, he hasn't. He's never that's played bad in a big clutch, game. That's not clutch, though. That clutch is, is clutch. Clutch is coming back. Like, I need you to— I need you He to. just came back from 16 nothing down to one of the best college football teams in recent memory. That's two scores. So, 16 nothing. It's not that big of a deal. Not when you have all these weapons around you. I think... Dude, then I what is coming him... back for you? Coming back from 28 to 3? That's literally one more score. That's big, though. One score is huge. 
Uh, huge. Coming back from 16 nothing down to Ohio State is more impressive than coming back from 25 down to beat Baylor. And it wasn't. It was really early in the game. I want to see him lead a a two minute drill. He literally way. did. He did that. That's what he did in this game to yeah, win. Yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't. It, there was no like. It was like uh if they if they don't score here, right? They'll get a stop on defense. It's no big deal. They didn't. They couldn't get a stop on defense. They didn't. They they got the interception in the red zone. But if they they weren't gonna get a stop, Ohio State could have kneeled the ball out if they were with the lead. They would have lost if Trevor Lawrence didn't score. I remember the game. This game was so long ago. Dude, no. I did watch the end. I remember watching the Trevor end. Trevor Lawrence it was good. marched down that field. I was disappointed at the end of the game. Maybe it that's why. He was fantastic. He was amazing. Maybe it's just I don't like Clemson. I just don't like Clemson. Not I love fan. Clemson. No, I just got two uh, two beatdowns. Uh, I'm a big Clemson guy. It was, it was you two. You talk about Jesus, you're, you're winning my heart. It was two beatdowns. And it was just, it's I don't like Clemson. You're still bitter about the Russell Athletic Bowl? It's no, not even a thing anymore. It's just, it's just like I don't like. Th- they're just not fun. It's not a fun team to watch. Oh, it's just a fun really team to fun watch. It was just a fun team to they're watch. They're really fun to watch, actually. Mm. Did you watch the game? You know who won? You know who went down, marched down the field with two minutes left? You know who came back from sixteen nothing down? The Clemson they're Tigers. Not fun to watch. Um, do you think this is gonna? What I, I think Ohio State might come back with a serious vengeance next year about this game because they know they should have won. Like, they mm. kicked field goals, and that's why they lost. I think they'll come back motivated. I think Alabama comes back, uh, and, and LSU is not with the same. With a new quarterback? LSU's, Are they ready? LSU's not going to be in the playoffs next year. No, but uh, Auburn will be really good next year. I think that uh, Alabama will be back. The SEC, doubt- the SEC is going to be worse than the Big Ten next year. Fact, 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 How? fact. To a left, from left. Oh, Georgia lost a, a starting offensive lineman to Tennessee. Um, it, Burrow's gone. Uh, oh, that running back. Where is he going? Zach. Zach. Uh, he got he got his um letter of intent um uh waived, and so he's he's been released by Georgia. He can go wherever he wants. The favorite is A and M. Is know. what they're saying right now. Why again? Why? The privilege. Why? Come I on, come hate you. We got a spot A&M. for you. We got a spot I for you. I hate A and M. They're terrible. I don't doubt Nick Saban though. I think he's gonna put together a team. No, they're gonna be like good. He but need I a, think Auburn might be really, really good. He doesn't need a stellar quarterback. He's gonna run a different offense. He's gonna run a Nick Saban offense. I mean, and he's got the defense. He's got Dylan Moses back. He's got a de- the defense is gonna be fine. Defense was kind of average this year, but. It's going to be better this year. Yeah, they, we'll they had a big hole. I don't know. At I'm not. I kind of like Auburn next year, if I'm being honest. No. Bo Nix, sophomore year. I know he stunk this year. The SEC's wide open next year. Why? It's 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 Alabama's. It's Alabama's for the taking, and they can only screw it up for themselves. What if Miles Brennan's good? No. The LSU could be good. No. They still have Joe Brady. Well. Anyways, let's talk about the Natty. Um, as I said earlier, I think these are the two best quarterbacks in America, and that's why I'm excited for this game. I know the Burrow revenge match is enticing, but it's like, dude, like, this is best on best. Number one pick in the 2020 draft versus number one pick in the 2021 draft. I just like Ohio State more. It's just more fun to me. Why? Because you beat them on a game before and you just lost to Clemson and you couldn't beat them? That's a no, lame excuse to like no, Ohio State no, more. No, they're just, just like... I like the Big Ten more. I like the ACC. It's just, it's more respect for that team. Clemson is 
I of course they're the best team in the country, no doubt. But it's so. They're gonna turn into. I I I think I denied this earlier, but they are gonna turn into the next Alabama because they're not fun to watch. They just keep winning. It's just boring. But they are fun to watch. Like I'm excited for for the NFL this year because the Patriots aren't there, so I have no idea who's gonna who's gonna win. The Ravens. <laughs> well, and that's gonna be so you know fun that will be to watch Lamar Jackson in the Super Bowl. I mean, yeah. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Nobody. Nobody. But still, like, I don't. I don't. They're Clemson is so likable to me. I love them. <laughs> like they, they just win. Talk about Jesus and throw touchdowns, and I respect that. Um, Edward Dealer should be back. I think that he'll gives, be back. He played in the that gives, OU game. Yeah, that gives LSU uh, an extra boost. I think for sure their backup was good though. But I mean. This game is gonna be great. Either way, I don't. I don't. I, this is gonna be close. I, I. I don't think that there's there's any way it's not close. I, I don't foresee a blowout. I really hope it's not a blowout. I didn't foresee one last year. Um, I don't foresee one this year. But who knows? Who knows? If it's a blowout, Clemson's blowing it out. It's not gonna be an LSU blowout. I disagree. I think if it's a blowout, LSU does it because I think LSU is a better football team. But I think Clemson is just gonna. Clemson just wins football games. You know, you can't understate. It's like it's like the Patriots. They're not always the better team, but they're better coached, and they're more prepared, and they've been there before, you know? And you can't teach those things. And so it's like, that makes them better in a way. You know what I'm saying? And, and the really cool thing to watch is I don't see, I don't think there'd be any interceptions in this game. Well, neither quarterback w- has thrown an interception since like October. I, it's January. So. Well, neither Justin Fields, but I don't think there will be a single interception in this game. I think that both quarterbacks They're are so intelligent, amazing, um, and they don't. None, they n- neither of them are are runners. They're not. Well, Lawrence is going to run the ball a lot because when he runs, Clemson's offense is just better. And Burrow's going to have – Burrow always has, in the big games where LSU does damage, Burrow always has a key run where he does something with his legs. So you're like, wow, that was amazing. He's fast. Like, he wants to run a 4-6 to combine. Yeah, no. He's fast quarterback. But I do believe that there will be no picks. Maybe some fumbles, but no picks. Um, Do you think – That's my hot take. Do you think if Clemson wins that – that, that people will just, like, they're the new dynasty. Like, people will talk about how they hate Clemson now instead of Alabama. No, we still hate Alabama, but, yeah, we're going to hate Clemson, too. I'm all in this hate game. You're in the hate game? Do you think Burrow can get to 60 touchdown passes? Well, he's at, what, 55? 55, yeah. So you need five in the air. Mm, I think it's possible, but I don't think stretch. it's... I don't think it's likely. That's This is Clemson. This is not of you. Yeah. Uh... This that would be tough. Yeah, that would be really tough. I I, I don't think it's gonna happen, but like it would be it. awesome if it did. And I would love LSU to win this game. Sixty touchdowns in fifteen games. That's amazing. Um, that would be a high scoring game. So you really think that it's gonna be a shootout? Like you believe that? Not, no, okay, not like a not a Big Twelve shootout. Not like a traditional shootout. I think yeah. it's gonna be. Um, it'll come down. It'll be a shootout at the end of the game. What? We're gonna start. What? We're gonna start off. Say that again. We're gonna start off slow. We're gonna start off slow. Uh, okay. These teams have had some time to prepare, right? And these defenses are both elite. 
They're elite defenses. Well, well Clemson's L- defense is elite. L- LSU's is not. not so elite. But they're really, really, really good. LSU's defense has been playing better of late. I think the first quarter, uh, it's going to be a, like, you know, maybe maybe one touchdown. Um, one and a, touchdown? And a field goal, maybe. Hmm. And I think they open it up in the second half. I think Burrow's going to get off hot. And I think uh, I think T Law is going to be a whole new ball game for that uh, LSU defense. It's going to be like whoa, he is. There's why he, he's the best. Who do, who what quarterbacks did LSU face that was really good? Cause they didn't face Tua. Tua. They didn't. Well, okay, they faced they faced a broken Tua. He threw like five touchdowns, dude. Yeah, he was dying, but like he played the game the next week and threw three touchdowns and like completed seventy five percent of his passes, and he still played well until Mississippi State broke him. Speaking of Mississippi State, we're gonna talk about Mike Leach in a second. Um, the so you think like why well, we'll say that actually for the picks. We'll we'll move on. Okay, let's talk about let's talk about. Other things, miscellaneous things around the country that have happened. So I think we need to address that the Big 12 had a rough bowl season. Um, we are officially we are. worse than the Pac-12. Well, yeah, we? I give it, I, I would I would crown us worse than the Pac-12. I mean, I don't know about that. OU. Oregon is good, but they got outplayed by Wisconsin, and Utah looked... Terrible against our fifth best team. So, just saying. Fifth I, best team. I just don't know how, like, how do you only win one game? But we beat a Pac-12 second best team, so how can we be worse than the Pac-12? Uh, I don't know. I think Baylor would lose to Oregon. I think Oklahoma this year would lose to Oregon. Um, yeah, maybe. Um, it's tough. Oregon is... A conundrum to me. Sometimes they look really good. Sometimes it's like they they're just missing a couple things. Um, in other Big Twelve news, CD declared for the draft. Surprise, All surprise. the DBs in the conference are rejoicing. He is gonna probably be the second receiver off the board after Judy. Um, Tylen's coming back though, so that's good for the Cowboys. Uh. Do, who do you think fills in that role of CD? Like, do you think it's going to be um, Rambo? you think Hazelwood's going to take a big leap in that sophomore year? What do you think? No, Rambo is not the kind of receiver that CD is. Uh, right. Rambo's fast. Right. He's going to take the tall off team. He's a and brown he's, type. A he's DD going type. to get a lot of touchdowns just because he's so fast. And now we have a guy that yes. I think and I hope um, that we'll be able to hit him down the field when he's wide open. To feel this, I don't think you can fill a spot um, like CD, right? But we didn't see CD wasn't this good as freshman year, so we have five receivers that have the potential to be like CD Lamb. Yeah, I think if anyone's gonna do it, it's gonna be Hazelwood. That I can see it being Hazelwood. He's the most talented of them all. I personally have a vendetta against Trajan Bridges. I think he's terrible, and I think Theo Weiss will be good. Trajan Bridges said, is a walking penalty. You said Jaden Hazelwood or Theo Weiss? Theo Weiss is good. Theo Weiss is going to take is going to be the next um, CD. No, I'm saying that I th- think Hazelwood will, and of your young receivers, I think Theo Weiss is good, and Trajan Bridges is a walking penalty. And so we got we got a transfer. We got Theo Ward. Yeah, transfer from uh, UCLA. Yes. Yeah. 
Kicker Turner too, right? He was their second leading receiver, I believe. Right, but in Lincoln's offense, he'll yards? he'll be explosive. He'll be really good. Yeah. Um, receiving, we're worried. I'm kind of worried about tight end. Austin Stogner is gonna be really good. Um, you gotta fill that void by Calcaterra because he was such a, a weapon in the red zone. We went Mark Andrews, Calcaterra, uh, and now we're Austin Stogner. Maybe that guy. He's six eight. He's really tall. And um, Calcaterra had really good things to say about him, but of course he does because they're in the same room. <laughs> but um, we're we're really gonna hurt. We're gonna hurt at line next year. Maybe I don't know. I maybe we we'll get something together it's- with Beatonbow. It is our second year, so they will be better than last year. Yeah. But we don't have the uh, NFL line we had uh, two years ago. No. That line was so good, though. Like, you can't expect that every year, dude. That that was the best line in the country. That All four, all five of those guys are NFL um, players. And it, we lost, what, one or two linemen? Our receivers are going to be fine. The defense is going to hurt. I'm really worried that we're going to go back to the defense we had two years ago because we do not have uh, an elite linebacker here. They, I think it's going to be Deshaun White, Caleb Kelly. Why didn't, um, what's-his-face, get us another year of eligibility? Who? The guy that just came back. Just came back? Uh, he, Wide receiver? He looks like Caleb Kelly. Looks like Caleb Kelly. Middle linebacker. He was like a five-star... That is Caleb Kelly. No, there was another one that was hurt. Kenneth Murray is... No, not... He's, Ken- he's leaving, and Caleb Kelly would be the guy that's similar to him. No, there was another one, I thought. There was another linebacker that was like a five-star that was been hurt recently. Caleb Kelly towards ACL. Okay, maybe I'm just thinking of Caleb Kelly, and I thought there was two of him. He got back midseason. Yeah, um, why didn't he redshirt? He did redshirt. So he just played four games? He played four games. Okay. The, the, the controversy was if we go to the national championship... Does he play? Dude, that shouldn't have even been a question. But that is a question because if, if he Because goes, you weren't going to win, so who cares? Uh, I don't think you're playing. That's he, a I think stupid thing that RJ Young wanted to talk about on his on his stupid YouTube show. But no, but to, do just you, a talking point that's literally irrelevant because he they weren't going to win the game, so it's not it doesn't matter. He's He gets his retro. Hmm? Uh, whatever. He, he's he retroed. I'm happy for it. He's going to be a big part of the defense. They, but Deshaun White they will were be never the middle linebacker. The they were never going to win the game. It's just, they're never going to like it. And our safeties are going to be bad. And we lose Parnell Motley. He was the best corner we had, but we get... Mm, but you still have Brown, so, and Bookie, and... Uh, really? Do I really is care Turner that we have Bookie? Is a June... He's a sophomore. Sophomore. And... Pat Fields... Is a sophomore. Jeremiah Cradell will be a sophomore next year. So, hopefully he turns something around. Yeah. Trey Norwood's going to be a, a big add-on. I think he'll play nickel and get... Boogie out of there. Put him on corner, maybe, mm-hmm. as the third corner. Yeah, we'll see. Um, they got a lot to replace, obviously, with losing CD and Kenneth Murray, your two best players on each side of the ball. So, um, as far as around the rest of uh, college football, who's going pro, who's not, uh, Tua and From both declared for the draft. I think Tua's still going to go top 10, probably to Miami. Um He's a good pick. But do you think Fromm's a first rounder? Uh, I think it, it. He's shown. He's been too rocky this last year. I think. I say two years ago. Yeah, of course he is. This year, I don't it's think, rocky. I don't think you can draft a kid that his best quality is his leadership and not some physical thing. 
Like you want them to be a good leader, but if you talk about his leadership, I don't know that that's your guy. If you want a leader, Jalen Hurts is is waiting for you because he's not going to get drafted by anybody else. Um. <laughs> so yeah, I think from second or third round for him, and he'll be a decent NFL quarterback. He just doesn't have the arm talent. And sometimes he makes bad reads. It's that simple. Um. Mike Leach to Mississippi State. That was a weird move for me. Um. Not that it was like. He just wants to go to the SEC. I don't blame him. No, I just, like, I thought they were going to go somewhat young, but they went with the old guy. Tried and true old Michael H. I don't like it. I don't think he will do well. I think he, I yeah, I Wazoo, I would stay there. Uh, but you are going into the SEC at Mississippi State. I don't see that you could be good there. That's I tough. think he's always he always turns a bad football team into a decent one. So, but in the SEC, he can do it. That's, he's Mike Leach. With the They're big gonna boys th- now. throw sixty touchdowns a year, and it's gonna be great. It's gonna be fun to watch. They're gonna be must see TV. Them versus LSU is gonna be awesome every year. It's just bombs. Um, how do you feel about the Brock Vandegrift and Chandler Morris situation? I think that's a big L for OU. Uh, it is because we we don't want a twenty twenty guy. We don't. I'd rather have the twenty twenty one guy. Cause we, exactly because you got Rattler. So it's Rattler, like, he's gonna be here for three years, three more years. I don't want because I feel like Chandler Morris isn't gonna play for us. He's gonna play for somebody else. Chandler Morris is gonna play for somebody else. Who do we get next? I don't know. Do we get. I'm sure we can if we need somebody. We'll get a transfer. Mm-hmm. But I Brock Vandegrift is gonna be elite somewhere else. Yep. And he was huge, huge for our class. Especially, you're gonna you're getting other guys that are gonna want to play with him, and now we don't have that draw, and it's too late to get the draw with Chandler Morris. Yeah. It, uh, and you had told me it was because that um, because Chandler Morris committed to OU, Brock Vandegrift left. I he, Brock Vandegrift knew that Chandler Morris was gonna. Everyone knew Chandler Morris was gonna commit to OU. I don't know if that I think Brock Vandegrift was like, dude. Like, oh, you, why are you recruiting this guy? You have me. I think he felt a little disrespected. The link into the NFL rumors had a part to play in it. And I think the the Chandler Morris thing was the icing on the cake. And he was like, I'm taking my talents elsewhere. Why could why did Chad Morris have to be fired? I know, right? Like, if that was the case, case and I don't Vandegrift. think that was the full thing. I think it's... But I think it was the last straw, you know? To be that heavily recruiting another quarterback, that's... Inferior to you, like Brock Vandegrift is a better quarterback than Chandler Morris. That's yeah, no a doubt. fact, no doubt. It. I'm yeah. disappointed. It's just, and Chandler Morris could be really good. He could be lights out, but it's I mean, disappointing. He's a little small. He's like 5'11", 6 foot. That never stopped Lincoln Riley. I know, but I'm just saying he's he's skinny too. He may not be a big he's NFL not, guy. Not big like Kyler and Kyler and uh, Baker were thick. Yeah, Kyler was like a he was a generational uh, talent. He's really, really, really good. Yeah, at what he does, and yeah, she played really, really well in the NFL. I didn't think he'd have a good year at all. Uh, but mm-hmm. with he was Arizona's not good. Uh, but Jeff Kliss, Kingsbury is your coach. Mm-hmm. That's kind of good. But, yeah, yeah, he had an outstanding year. Yeah, he did really good. Um, The last thing before we do our picks, uh, Mike Yurgis left to go to our Toilet Bowl champion, Rutgers. So that's – or not Mike Yurgis. Sean Gleason left to go to our Toilet Bowl champion, Rutgers. He's from New Jersey. Kind of made a little bit of sense. I'm sure they gave him a raise. Um, 
So the rumor around town is return of Todd Munkin. And take him. Please. Take him. I don't need him in Cleveland anymore. No, well, maybe you would have been good if you let him call the plays and not well, maybe. idiot Freddie. Maybe. So that was that was frustrating because we, we have our offensive coordinator designing the plays. He knows how the plays work. He knows what they're going to work well against. And Freddie Kitchens is trying to call the plays, and he's terrible. Did you see that mic'd up of Baker calling Freddie Kitchens an idiot? Yes. It was funny. I was like, you and the rest of the world think that, buddy. That, that guy's an idiot. Yeah. That was great. That that was like, well. And the weird thing is everyone thought like Freddie was their guy. And it's like it was questionable. I was I thought it was questionable last year when you get him like he's the offensive coordinator that you know they got him there, but Greg Williams was calling the shot, and mm-hmm. he was calling the shots. And Greg Williams was he was a lot better at managing the locker room. And Freddie Kitchens was well, you know, a substitute teacher. Bounty gate. You, just, you offer them money to hit some players, they'll they'll, they'll respond. Um. But yeah, I, I hope Munkin comes back. Uh, just it gave me some 2011 vibes, and then we'll probably win eight games again, and it'll be great. Um, <laughs> all right, it's come to the end of the show. It's time to do our picks. Um, start with you, Stuart. LSU minus five and a half is the line. What's your call? Comes and wins. Uh, Outright or against cover? the spread? Uh, out. They went outright. Really? Uh, oh, I don't know. Actually, it'd be a smart choice to say that they just beat the spread, but I'm going to go they went outright because I don't think Clemson loses this game. I think Clemson's going to win outright, too. I've, I've got them winning. Um, I just... I, I I find it hard to to get myself to bet against a guy who's never lost a college football game. And we he all has, thought he, he has, was going to lose against Oklahoma He has State. superior coaching. He's never played bad in a big game. There's never been a moment where he was too shy. And not to take anything away from Joe Burrow, I love Joe Burrow. I am the biggest, like, Joe Burrow is an amazing guy. But I, I have to also, Trevor Lawrence is, he's 25 and 0 as a starter. 28-0 in games he's played significant parts of. That He's really good. And I 20, can't bet against him. 29-0, sorry. 29, no. I don't know, 20, it's really, it's 26, up Undefeated. 28-0, yeah, 28-0 is right. It's absurd. Absurd. So, I, I and I got the over, too. This is, really? yeah. yeah. Based on what you're saying. I'm going to go under. I'm going to go under. 31-28 is my final score prediction. 3828 or 3428 one of those two 3128 or 3428 5245 uh, And on that note, I think uh, that'll wrap it up for this week. We should have uh, one more episode to conclude the season, talk about some more things, recap the national championship. But until then, we'll see you next time. All righty. Bye-bye.